Snickles take two. Snickies take two. Ladies and gentlemen, we've heard your uh, your wishes, your wants, and finally there's a podcast where people are talking about movies. We've created it. It's called Snickles. We're making it right now. I'm Jake Smith. I'm Darren Hone. We are true pioneers of, uh, of the podcast game. We're proud to uh, just, be, just be on this journey together, um, me and Jake and you, the listener. So, um, But you guys really aren't as involved as we are. We're kind of the ones who make the show. Yeah, as you're listening, just know to give credit where credit's due and don't take credit for yourself. It's all us. We're ma- we're making the podcast, so without us, you would be no where would you be? You know when people are like this show, we thank you guys so much. It wouldn't exist without you. This isn't like that. It's not like the that show, at all. The show exists because of us. Various It's our Jake. creative brains. Various astute. And and today we have <laughs> We got a lot to talk about and not a lot of time to talk about it because yeah. y- I got to go because I got stuff to do tonight. Darren's just been the biggest pain to try to record with, so Cause I'm just, I really appreciate it, I'm Darren. just too fucking busy, dude. I'm just too <laughs> flipping busy. I've been flipping uh, bands. Hey, Darren, Darren hates PA work. I just want everyone to know. And uh, Darren, what have you done this week? PA Give us work. like a quick one for once. PA work. Uh, but also, uh, I'm donating my car as a prop car to the set now, and they're paying me 75 bucks a day to have my car. And I don't even have to be on set. They're giving me a Camaro. I asked for a Camaro, and they're giving me a Camaro in, to trade out for my car. Wait, they use your car on set, and then you get a Camaro to just drive around? Yeah. And then, I, I mean, I give it back when they give my car back. But, yeah, and, and I get paid. Do you pay for gas for the Camaro? Well, Yeah. I mean, they'll probably get, it's a rental car, so I'd imagine it'll be full when they give it to me. But yeah, I have to, I have to keep it full of gas. What kind of car do you have? I have a Subaru Impreza. It's why do they want that car? Because it's like a regular like suburban car. It's just like a regular like soccer mom car almost. It's like, like a budget. We have vehicle. this Camaro, but it's too nice. <laughs> no, they have no. They're going to a rental car service, and I. But Darren, they, they asked me a car. Why don't they rent a? They soccer mom car because they asked me because the the PC was like, hey, we're gonna use your car. You, she was like, uh, what car? You can. She was like, we're gonna give you a car though. What car do you want? You can pick any car you want. And I was like, but Darren, if they have access to any car that you want, why don't they just rent a Subaru Impreza? Well, I don't know, because it's cheaper. I, I'm pretty sure it's cheaper or something. I don't know. It's cheaper to pay for your car and rent an Impreza and I, rent the Camaro? I don't know. I think it has something to do with, like, insurance. Oh, no, it's it's a, it's a release contract. It's a release form. I think rental companies aren't comfortable with with renting out their vehicles. And you there's, like, a special Hollywood uh, rental car company that you have to go to for that. And it probably costs okay. more money, I imagine. That's still crazy. I don't understand it, but I'm getting all I know is I'm getting paid, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're cool. With and that. they already used it in one shot, so I am nailed in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm um, excited about that, dude. But if you get in a crash on your way over, that's gonna fucking suck because you're gonna have to deal with the crash, and there goes your cash cow, and there goes your Camaro. I well, it's not my Camaro, but. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm more worried that they're going to crash my car because uh, I'm a safe as fuck driver. Just because I said that, car, though, you're going to like. For you? <laughs> What's that? If they crash your car, isn't that like cash for you, probably? I hope that, yeah, yeah, I think so, but it's just, it's going to suck to not have a car for like however long it takes me to get a new car. They were like, Darren, you can have any car you want, and you were like, uh, can I get the Camaro from the new Bumblebee movie, the exact one that they shot with? I'm, uh, that's inaccurate, Jake, because they shot with a VW Bug in that movie. In Bumblebee? Yeah, he didn't... Ch- Dude, have you not seen... Have you not seen a Transformers movie before, Jake? I have. He changes... He doesn't even change into the Camaro, into the new Camaro, until, like, this, the, fir- the first... The Transformers movie with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Because he scans it. He's an old Camaro, and then he scans it, and then he turns into the... What does this have to do with him being a bug? He's a he's a that he's not in the new Bumblebee movie, Jake. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Who's not you. in the new Bumblebee movie? The bug. You know. What, Jake? What'd you do this week? Uh, nothing, dude. Really? You didn't even not, go to nothing school. Nothing that's worth talking about. Nothing cool that you did in school. Nothing cool that you learned about. Any factoids you learned? Um. I guess I have. Oh, I do. I have. I have oh two God, things to talk about. Oh God, this is so fucking boring. <laughs> the first thing is, uh, what do taste buds taste like? Just think about that. <clears throat> I'd imagine skin. The second thing is, uh, so you know, astrology. They say like based on when you were born, they can like figure out stuff about you. Yeah, Why astronomy. Isn't it, like, yeah. <laughs> gonna say that with a NASA shirt on. Why isn't it like? Uh, they can tell you, based on the exact second when you were born, who would be your perfect match based on the exact second they were born, you know? Like, if it's all true, shouldn't they be able to match you up perfectly based on exactly where the stars were and everything? Yeah, astrology's Just think bullshit. about that. Yeah. Just think about it. No, yeah, astrology's bullshit. I've, right, Dan, I've been saying this, movies. dude. I have let's been, talk about movies. I've been on this topic. On, I'm trying to push this topic on this podcast since it came out, since Apple One, okay? Let's talk about movies. What did you see this week? I saw Venom. Yeah, I did too. I just I saw, saw Venom. A Star is Born. I didn't see that. I saw Hellfest. Didn't see that. I watched both seasons of American Vandal. Nice. I, yeah. And I finally watched the playtest episode of Black Mirror. So a lot going on in my brain. Yeah, I only watched Venom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me talk about Hellfest first. Okay. Because it was the worst. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you know what Hellfest is? Yes. Uh, I, because I'm a horror fan, my social media was pushing that movie pretty hard on me. I knew nothing about it going in. And uh, it's like exactly what we were talking about on the show. It's a, it's a straight up and down slasher ass slasher movie. It's like there's a final girl. There's like a guy who's like just like creepy and walks really slow and those things that don't make any sense. It's got Candyman in it. The guy who played Candyman. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's, uh, he uses like a bunch of different weapons, you know, everything you want from a, a slasher movie. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it was bad. So, <laughs> well, I mean, it was just bad. 
Did, was it not like a slasher or something? What was bad about it? Because usually it was slasher. No, it was like a slasher. Well, if you know... Slasher movies are bad, Darren. Well, then it's probably good for, like, probably it's good for the audience that it's going for. Since it, like, like Candyman, I feel like, is a more obscure horror movie antagonist. So people who know him are probably going to be the people seeing that movie, and they like slashers, so they're probably going to enjoy it. But I it bet. didn't, like, do anything... It's weird because, like... It didn't do anything unique for the genre, and oh. it also didn't do slasher extremely well, you know? Yeah. Like, we talked about how most horror movies now, they have to have, like, a spin to keep them interesting. And if you're not going to do that, I think you just have to do it, like, so good, you know, to, like, yeah. rise above the rest of it. And it was just, it kind of fell flat for me. Okay. Interesting. Well, Jake, we already don't have a lot of time left. <laughs> well, we we, yeah. we kind of do. We can give a brief. What do you want to do first? We could give a brief rundown of of us talking about American Vandal, or we could talk about Venom. I have a lot to say about Venom. Uh, le- man, that's so tough because I just watched all of American Vandal, so I have so much to say. But I feel like Venom is more is a juicier vein, probably. Yeah, I, I definitely Let's talk have a Venom. Lot. Okay. Can I just say? Like, whatever you're going to say, the the movie was nothing like the comics. In all of the comics, Eddie Brock is 5'9", or 5'10", but Tom Hardy's 5'9". <laughs> so just, like, <laughs> they didn't care about the source material at all. And I just hate that in a comic book movie. <laughs> they, well, no, you... That you, was the only inaccuracy. You, you do sort of have a point about it. I mean, well, it wasn't in New York, too. It was in California. But I think that was more a, that was more a vibe of, of taking, like, separating the MCU from, uh, from Venom. But there Even are Venom... Co- Ant-Man Ven- is in San Francisco, okay? Yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. didn't... Th- where was he, you know? Small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pre- yeah. It's like where was he in Infinity War? He's just tiny. Okay. There are uh, Venom comics set in San Francisco, though. Oh, okay. I don't read enough Venom comics. I got one for the uh, the movie that I just went. I just saw oh, it today, nice. so they gave me that. But I think Venom Lethal Defender is that what it's called? Lethal That's Protector. Set in San Francisco. Lethal Lethal Protector. That's set in San Fran. Like the first panel is the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, okay. Cool. So. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. Wow. So why don't you go suck that, Darren? What do you have to say? Let's just uh, I, let this. I will leave this off by saying I think that the critics were much too hard on this movie because it wasn't a good movie. It was not a great movie, but I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was like... I didn't enjoy all of it, okay? I, I did actually like the first act, the entire first act, I was just like like I I, I just wanted to like take a lap. I just wanted to start walking around the theater and just be like, alright. I'm gonna work out can real I, quick before this movie can gets. Can I tell good. you what I think would have made the movie so much better? Better writing? If they cut Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they cut out all that stuff with like the second uh fuck, what's his name? The second Venom guy. Riot? Right, yeah, if they cut out all that stuff about that girl in Malaysia who's, like, going through all... Like, just cut all of that out. Have Venom say something about, like, Riot got free and he'll do anything to, like, bring our people back, you know? If just that one line of dialogue, you can cut out all that bullshit. And then we can have more time 
with Eddie and Venom like interacting and being interesting. Because I really don't think, and I think that would work because whether or not that's accurate to the comics, I don't think Sony cares. I don't know. Like, like there's that movie asks the audience to make such logical leaps just because of all the chaff that it puts around the plot. And the plot goes everywhere with that movie. Like, there is there is one really really cool action scene and uh it was like at the bottom of eddie brock's old employment building spoilers by the way spoiler spoilers from now on for venom um it was at the the like you know what i'm talking about where he's fighting where he becomes venom and fights all the cops yeah okay I think was it was that not weird after all the cops were fucked up and like got their asses kicked his girlfriend just walks in like she hears gunfire and she's hearing all this stuff crash and she just walks in and is like she walks towards it and is like what's going on here she's the only one there and she sees all these police cars out front she somehow got past those and she just walks in and she's like what are you doing here <laughs> like that was yeah just such a weird logical leap there was so many points in that movie where i was just like what no and we never got a scene where Eddie's like, how did I get up that, like, 100-foot-tall tree so, like... Yeah, he did. Sort of, but not, like... He's like, uh, could a parasite make me do this? I wanted, like, a scene of just him at home, like, what the fuck is happening to me, you know? Like... There's so many... There's so much of that, though. <laughs> was there ever a good scene like that? Dude, that's what, I'm ever- gonna, that's what I wanted to say, is that, like, the best part of the... The best aspect of this movie... This is why the reason that I like this movie so much, like as much as I do, I'm not like in love with this movie, but like the reason I like this movie (coughs) as much as I do and the thing that I think works the most and was very enjoyable to watch was just the relationship between uh, Eddie Brock and Venom. And they were like they just were getting to know each other and like how they become best buds. I mean, the reason for Venom staying on Earth the was... The reason so, that he changes the whole thing. <laughs> the reason that he stayed on Earth, I thought, was so stupid, but, like... He's like, I like you. He's like, I like you, and I like this place. I was like, mm, yeah. Why does he like you? Yeah, I, I like, guess I, he's like, guess. I'm a loser also. Yeah. And, I don't know, the entire first... Like, almost the first half of the movie, b- before it really things really started to pick up with Venom, like... Those were bad. I think if they made a sequel with the right people and they stuck to the they stuck to the relationship of Eddie Brock and Venom, they could make it a really good movie, a really good superhero movie, actually, because I really enjoy I did enjoy watching it. It was like actually genuinely funny at a lot of points, like especially when he's like the first time I laughed in that movie, I remember was like when he was like in because they made all these jokes before then before this point and I just kept sitting there everybody in the back was like laughing and I was like what? It wasn't that like was not a joke and then like he there's that point in the bathroom where he like starts turning and he's looking in the mirror and then he shrieks and jumps back into his bathtub I was like starting to laugh there I was like that that was actually pretty funny yeah and like when he it's called like, him a pussy I thought that was really funny too yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, that thing where you're watching a movie and you recognize like oh that is a joke yeah. They wrote that for me to laugh at, but it's not funny. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I'm not laughing at it, but I recognize what they're doing. It's what I imagine most of the Meg is. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I just felt like 
Eddie and Venom are so compelling, and there's like so much other bullshit. <laughs> like, why? Why? What do we need all that? Like, just give us more. Give us like a scene of Eddie sitting at home, like watching TV, and Venom's like, "This is why you're such a sad sack, fucking piece of shit, <laughs> dickwad." <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, you're just gonna waste all your time doing this. I mean, there were. I mean, I, I that was kind of what the end was. That's what the end kind of felt like, though. Is like because Venom at the end was like, "I need to eat," and he was like, "Why couldn't we eat that guy or whatever?" And then Eddie's like, "No, no, you can't eat good people. You should only eat bad people." And mm-hmm. like he was like, "Can we eat them?" No. And then the whole the whole it made me laugh really hard when venom like called eddie a loser and then later he elaborates he's like on my planet i'm kind of a loser so that's why i like you and i was like oh well that's a really good bonding that's a really good bond right there is that like, I, I never thought of venom as a loser you know i i mm-hmm. i it gives him a lot of personality and i think the movie gave venom quite a bit of personality <clears throat> Just like the everything, you're right. Everything around surrounding <laughs> the main characters was just like just chaff. The villain was like so, just one dimensional. He like yeah. was so just like evil, and they just wanted him to be evil. I hated the scene where it's when they're trying when they're like doing human when he's like okay, so they put the riot or whatever on the. Is it a ma- a rat or whatever? No, it's a rabbit. Rabbit, yeah. And then he's like, it's time to begin human trials. And, like, the girl is explaining everything to him. I think it would have been much more interesting if he, like, had it all figured out and he's, like, very smart and, like, in control of everything and isn't just, like, some figurehead bullshit nonsense. That's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, we get it. He's the bad guy. Yeah. He's going to kill people. Like. Also, yeah, like there was a scene where he where okay, another spoil yeah, I said spoilers earlier. It's all so. spoilers. It's all spoilers. <laughs> There's another scene where yeah, the riot eats through Jenny Slate's character and then she's laying on the ground like with her entrails out and like in a puddle of like like alien goo and they're fucking standing like on top of it and talking and he's just like <laughs> yeah and i was like dudes get away from that shit what are you doing <laughs> it's obviously dangerous quarantine that entire area don't fucking stand near the dead lady and then uh, uh what's the assistant's name whatever like the she's indian right the indian girl who like jenny, helps eddie jenny slate's character is that Jenny Slate's character? Yeah. Who's, uh, he, I'm pretty sure it's Jenny Slate. Um, yeah, he, she, she, like, was the whistleblower for the Life Foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. Who did I think Jenny Slate was? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, but, like, when she goes back and, like, all that stuff that leads up to her being killed? Why would she do that? Because she knows that this is a terrible, terrible human. I know. And she knows that he kills people with no regard. Like, she should be getting the fuck out of there. Oh, yeah. Like, stop <laughs> stop working for this guy. <laughs> you know? Like, everybody who was. And like, just such unmotivated character nonsense. Oh yeah, and then like uh Eddie Brock's ex-girlfriend was literally a plot vehicle the entire movie. Like Yeah. 
And it, I thought another, like, really poorly written aspect of it was that, like, they're about to get married in the, be- in, the fir- in the beginning of the movie, and then they break up, and then, what, three days later, she's with a new guy, and he's moved into her apartment? No, it was, like, a year later. Was it? There was, like, a t- title card that was, like, a year later. Oh, oh, that's right. It was six months. It was six months. Six months, yeah. Okay, I was wrong about that. Okay. <laughs> I thought that came at a different point. I thought they, I thought they broke up after the six month, the six month card. Okay, cool. Well, that's good. Good on them. <laughs> good on them for not fucking that up, and bad on me for not noticing it. But that beginning, it felt like we see like the plane, the whatever space shuttle crash, and then it's like Eddie Brock about to get married. He's got a job that he loves. It's just so like, yeah, we get it. It's gonna be shitty for him. He's gonna <laughs> lose his job. He's gonna lose his go- like his fiance. Yeah. Let's get go like, and um, yeah. I mean the 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 aspect where he goes in and he takes the pictures and everything and puts them back on the desk, but he like and then there's like it's just like he put them on the desk and then at the end of the movie he's just like got my job back. <laughs> <laughs> why also why didn't he just record a video of all that? Like the pictures he sent are basically useless, right? Because it's like. Yeah. Okay, here's a picture of some guy suffering, but I don't know who this guy is. I don't know what the context, like. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. You don't really see the pictures. You just see him walk through and take the pictures. He, it should just all be a video. It makes so much more sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then you could actually get the footage of, like, the homeless lady jumping on him and transferring Yeah, especially because he's, like, some rogue video guy already like yeah yeah it, it was there's it's very <laughs> uh it's like old-fashioned i think sony was just like was just like we need a superhero movie and someone was like how about he has a girlfriend they're like good what else do we need oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a there's a guy who's really rich he's the villain awesome we got a movie guys let's let's make it <laughs> like that scene where Venom is, like, making him go to the restaurant, and he's, like, trying to eat that whole lobster. Like, that's so funny. I and, loved like, that, yeah. And, like, when he fir- when he's making the table Putting tops, him up against, like, his ex-fiance and her new boyfriend in that context is, like, really funny. Yeah, I really and, like, enjoyed that. The power struggle between Venom and, uh, Bro- and uh, Eddie. Eddie Brock, yeah. Which, like... Just gets resolved at the end because he's like, I like you. <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> well, like, it, it, I think it works because, you know, I mean, they, they definitely develop a tangible, like, they become best buds by the end of the movie. And just actually, not enough for me. I just wanted more of it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I, I could, that's why I'm saying, like, I actually hope that they make a Venom 2 just, like, better. I would give them a second shot at this. I, like yeah. I said, I enjoyed the movie. It was just, like, it wasn't, um, and Venom made out, it, they made out. Venom and Eddie Brock fucking made out. Yeah. He was hot Venom by that point, but I talked to my friend after that and I was like, so Venom made out with Eddie and he was like, it was his ex-girlfriend and I was like, but she also bit those heads off and she didn't know that she bit those heads off. That was Venom. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, but I mean, hey man, I would have sex with sexy Venom. Uh, I'm just going to say it, it, but yeah. Yeah, I would have sex with sexy Venom. Yeah, sexy Venom can get it. She can get all of it. 
<laughs> he, I guess he. It's still a he. <laughs> I don't know. Is Venom gendered? Yeah, I don't know if there's a gender. I would assume Venom's a guy, but I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Uh, how much longer can we record? Um, we can go for about, we can go for like 15, 20 minutes. Cool. Let me talk about A Star is Born really quick. Okay. I saw Venom and A Star is Born back to back on Thursday. Really? Yeah. So it was, uh, interesting. A Star is Born is, oh, wait, let me just say this. My expectations for Venom were like super low, just like based on what I thought about it and then also, like, reviews and everything. Give your verdict before we move on to Stars. Oh, yeah. And then it was better than I expected. Like, a 6 out of 10, I guess? Like... Yeah. Not good, but, like, good parts and, like... Yeah. Oh, but that after credit scene, the Spider-Man one sucked, right? I... Well, I was just confused by it. I was like... I was like, okay. Like, at the end, I was like, oh, where's Venom? Is Venom going to be into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, it was, I was like, just... Oh, it was He's just like up. a preview for Into the Spider-Verse. I think that movie looks awesome just based on was that, that clip. There? And I was like, this is just a trailer now. Like, <laughs> there's, there's no other part. Oh, and the mid-credits the mid credits, uh, stinger was interesting, too. I don't know who that villain is, though. Carnage? Played... Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh! Yeah, that <laughs> he is! He says his name is Carnage. <laughs> holy, holy fuck! That's dope. Okay, yeah, that'll be sick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad Derek could figure that one out. <laughs> That's dope. That's tight. I'm I was going to say, excited. it seemed a little too obvious how they're like, Hi, I'm Carnage. I didn't, I didn't hear it. Oh, I no, didn't he, hear says, his name. he says, the next time we meet, there will be Carnage. <laughs> I didn't catch I didn't pick up on it I mean I probably heard it But I was like Yeah I don't know who that guy is But I imagine there will be <laughs> Oh cool Woody Harrelson <laughs> Yeah Also Woody Harrelson Is like Fifth build on that I d- Which seems crazy <laughs> Really? Yeah I just didn't put it Because I know how Carnage looks He has like red hair Like his person Has red hair and stuff But mm-hmm. I just uh, Didn't put it together For some reason That's like hit Venom's Arch nemesis. All right, go on about a star is born. I no, liked Venom. I probably agree with you. Uh, it's probably six out of ten for me as well. Cool. A star is born. I had like low ex. I had low-ish expectations. I thought it'd be good, but like Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's at like ninety-eight or something, and I didn't think it could possibly be that good because it was like two hours and the trailer seemed like a lot of like corny bullshit, but it was really good. Really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, the only problem was, like, the middle, like, dragged. I was like, let's just, like, chop. It was, like, two, it was, like, two hours and two minutes or something. Yeah. It was, like, we cut this down to an hour 45. Like, this would be really, really good. But there was, like, a bunch of extraneous, like, bullshit. And it was, like, similar to Venom where it's, like, I like the relationship between these two characters and I want to see it. I don't want like this other but everything stuff is it. happening. Yeah. Yeah. And like they, there was a lot going on and it was just sort of like, it seemed like they were like, all right, let's put all our energy into this main plot. And then the subplots, we can just kind of half-ass cause it'll be fine. I want to see it. That was another movie I was going to see. I, w- I was hoping mm-hmm. to see Venom and that movie as well before this, before we recorded it, but I just had a busy week unexpectedly. Um, so yeah, I, I hope to see it. I'll probably see it like this week, like before we record next and then we can talk about it more. Yeah. I'd probably get it like, uh, like an 8.5 out of 10. 
Okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about American Vandal, or do you want to hold on? T- Let's talk about American Vandal. We have like enough time. I think okay. we do. Yeah, because we've been we've been uh, we've been like live. You've been like live tweeting. Your, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> live texting Darren about American Vandal. Yeah, you pretty much have been. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert for all of American Vandal, probably. Yeah, it's a great show. You probably shouldn't even listen to these spoilers if you haven't seen it because you're missing out. It's a great show. I think. Yeah, just go watch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. I think, uh, like you said, there's like a base level where there's like a bunch of childish like humor where it's like dicks and shit are like <laughs> the main part of it. But then it's like also so smart. Yeah. How it like parodies like serial and uh, making a murderer and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> And there's stuff, if I'm not mistaken, they still comment on very real uh, issues with the judicial system or the, you know, the executive system in actual, like, in actual courts. Like, that didn't happen in Making a Murderer or Serial, as far as I know. Well, it did in Serial, for sure. Yeah, I mean, well, just the, was the whole aspect of, like, the teacher's um, wrongly convicting one student of something so that they could make themselves look better. Was that aspect uh, talked about in, like, Serial? That's, like, what Serial is, Okay, basically. okay, okay. Serial, if you haven't listened to Serial, it's basically this guy is accused of killing his ex-girlfriend, and they, ma- they put together this, like, timeline using phone records of, like, his day and how he could have killed her. Yeah. And so there's, like, a bunch of evidence that doesn't go with them, but they, like, glaze over that, and then they use, like, evidence that isn't scientific or valid or anything to, like, make their case, which I think is very similar to, especially, like, season two of American Vandal, where they, like, they just cover up the fourth poop crime. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, like, all that's very similar. And but I, like, go on. Uh, the when they like coerce the confession out of him, that part was like, that shit really happens, and it's crazy. Like, people really go to jail for a long time because of false confessions, mm-hmm. and people being like, oh, like, we'll we'll take it easy on you if you just like say these things, like. And the the way that they that they got the they really captured the essence of like the public reaction to these confessions too with the other students because like a lot of the other students are like yo yeah he definitely did it I know he did it and like yeah. you don't it was a fake confession <laughs> you don't know he did it you know he shit his pants yeah. too um yeah it's I it was I I just love the reason I say that show that's my favorite Netflix show is because yeah it's so poignant and it's it's very self-aware that it's just making doo-doo humor and fucking dick jokes <laughs> at the same time. And I, I, I really appreciate that. It, yeah. Uh, and, and another part about season two is that, like, it didn't... It could have done the exact same thing as season one. But it... I mean, it stayed within the vein of being a true crime mockumentary series... But it didn't do the exact same thing as it did in season one. I mean, it's still an investigation at a high school, 
but like and with like a funny a funny prank being the underline but <clears throat> it it could have it could have easily made like oh we have you know we have one culprit as is like our we we cast this internet sensation because in season one they had Jimmy Tatro play uh, Dylan who was like uh-huh. pretty big on YouTube and Instagram and stuff so everybody knows him and they didn't do that with season two they didn't they didn't bank on that as much and I I don't know I just really appreciated that and I I yeah I like the writing and I I think it's a great show. Uh, there was like definitely a point where I was like thinking like oh there can't just be one person who did this you know like it doesn't make sense and i thought it's so smart how they like use the iphone eye glitch like it's i feel like netflix is netflix and then like uh south park some (laughs) netflix shows are the only ones that like comment on stuff that's like so current and like relevant and but they did it in a way that like it will still age well because they like explain when you typed I, this would show up. Yeah, it's there's like a so background easy. to it. Yeah, I thought about that, how it would age in the future. And I was like, yeah, it'll just be like, you know, in 30 years, people will look back on it like it was a 2010s comedy, you know? Yeah. Like an but 80s it has comedy. like, it has like just a couple lines that explain it enough that people who know about it don't get like mad, but it will still make sense in the future. Like it's so mm-hmm. tightly written. Yeah. Because it's not like we're going to lose cell phones in 20 years. Mm. Flash forward 20 years and (laughs) we don't have cell phones anymore. Uh, Yeah, it's just like, it's really good. And uh, Darren is Dylan and I'm Kevin. We figured that out. I (laughs) realized. Yeah, that is true. (laughs) I thought about that and I was like... Yeah, I never, I, ne- I never, I never had uh, articulated that before, but yes, that is <laughs> pretty accurate. Uh, one thing that I really like is, uh, I think the way that they like reveal slowly over time, like new information about the crimes and everything. It could be like, why don't you just tell me all this up front? Yeah, but they like parse it out often enough and like have the characters themselves learning about it also so it's like you feel like you're right along for the ride and it's not just like they're making it as dramatic as possible to keep you interested yeah it seems like this is how they would tell this story and they bring in yeah and like they bring in these characters that have so much like they're they feel like real people during these Mm -hmm. like they feel like real students i mean whether you relate to them or not i mean they're heightened versions of real high school students, like the basketball player. He's yeah. like, <laughs> he has this line where he's like, he's like, they love me, man. Like they look at me <laughs> as a God and I look down on them with kindness. <laughs> and I thought that was all- so funny. <laughs> the way he's like, lose like a brother and all the other students are like kids to me. So he's kind of like <laughs> <Yeah>. their uncle. <laughs> And like he says, he loves that one. That like the one. He's like, I don't even know why he plays basketball. (laughs) His parents probably make him do it, (laughs) but I love him. Yeah, he says he loves every player, but he obviously hates this (laughs) one white kid. (laughs) Mean to them. (laughs) And like, but that's what I love is like he obviously hates this one. This one kid on the team, but they don't. He doesn't outwardly. They don't make a big deal about it. They they don't. He doesn't outwardly say like fuck that kid. He just says like. We're going to win this game. You guys are going to go home. You know, Squibby's probably going to go jack off or something. 
And I, yeah, I think that's I think that's a great way to build characters that a lot more shows should pick up on. I love that scene where he's saying like he was at oh, what's the school called? Whatever. He's like, and I actually said the N word, and I could see all the white kids' gears turning. They're like, can I say it now? And he's like, no. <laughs> oh yeah. I thought I thought that actor did such a good job. Like, oh yeah. And I and then at the end you like really feel bad for him. Yeah. And you're like, damn, look at that blur. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've seen that actor, the basketball. I've I haven't seen any of those actors besides maybe some of the teachers and other stuff, but mm. definitely the like the assistant or no the the English teacher. I've seen her in, a, in a, like other movies and stuff and like other shows. I think the the basketball player is the only other guy I might have seen on like Instagram or. He's like a viral. He has like a viral profile. I don't think he's definitely not as big as like Jimmy Tatro from the first season, but I've yeah. he has like some traction, I think, and I think that's good. They're appealing to younger audiences as well. Does does that make me creepy? Does that make me a creepy <laughs> man for watching it, and not being in high school? <laughs> Maybe you be the judge. I think they did a really good job of making it feel like these characters really were telling these stories to. Fuck, what are their names? The, the two main guys, Sam and... Uh, oh, yeah, Sam and his friend. We'll just we'll call it Sam and it's Sam's It's so funny friend. because Sam's friend is, like, the main guy, but Sam is the one I always, like, picture because he's the one who's, like, always on camera and everything. Is it Will? It's not Will, is it? No. No. That scene where okay. that girl's like, it's just a hand job. It's not a big deal. And <laughs> Sam's, like, looking at the camera. He's like, really? <laughs> Yeah, I love that. And they they explore. And another reason why I like season two is like they explore the relationship between Sam and and the main guy in the first season. They explore it like near the end. He like Sam Uh has that outburst where he's like, there's like that tension. Yeah, Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? You made a story about me and shit. And then in the second season, they're they they're like past that. They have a relationship still. You can still see it. But, you know, it's it's changed a little bit. Not too much, but, like, they're just reporters, and they're focused more on their subjects of the school in the second mm-hmm. season. And I think that's pretty cool. Also, I fucking <laughs> called... Oh, I like in season one how they didn't really give you an answer. For yeah, I was it. just about to say that. They don't really answer But it. I fucking called it, dude. Yeah. Who do you, I, feel like I mean, who do you think it was? You weren't proud enough of me. <laughs> but I called that one from downtown. <clears throat> And then you were like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to tell you. I know. I'm glad. <laughs> I am proud of you because I, by like, I think by like episode six or episode five, I was like, ooh, that would be crazy if it was her. And that's what I think it might have been was I think it was her. But once again, doesn't really give you a solid answer. Who do you, who, I mean, who do you think it is? You think it's the Survive activist President. girl? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's her. The too. SBP. Yep. But they never get a confession. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, it's... Oh, God, it's so good. We could talk about this for much longer than we have. We'll probably talk... We, we, we might be able to talk about it uh, next episode, but we, we do have to start wrapping up because I do have to go. Like, I mean, Can I just Malcolm. say one thing about Playtest yeah. real quick? Yes. Uh, I, I finally finished it, and it was, like, really... It's so good how it's shot. Like, I don't know if you remember this scene, but he's, like, pacing back and forth, talking into the thing, 
and he keeps like covering this doorway and then like coming back and every time you're like there's gonna be someone in that doorway there's gonna be someone in that doorway and then there never is and there's like so few actual horror things that happen but it just has that feeling like that it's so tense and you expect something so you're like on the edge of your seat and like even though it never really comes and the ending is totally not what you expect it's like so perfectly shot it's and I, th- I loved it. And I think the reason that it is a lot more tense is because of the shorter amount of time that it has to explore those areas of horror, of, like, horror tropes and stuff. Uh, so, like, you're thinking, like, ooh, they don't have that much time. What are they going to put in there? You, oh, that's at least how I thought. I, I don't or know that shot where he, like, is looking in the, ca- the cupboard and they, like, zoom in. So, like, originally there's light under the cupboard and then they get close enough that you can't see under the cupboard anymore. And then he's like, "There's good, he's going to be right there when I close the cupboard, isn't he? <laughs> and then, like, he is, but then he's the spider guy, and, like, oh, my God. Yeah, that, there's, and that, and that a specific episode, that is the most violent and horrifying episode of Black Mirror I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Anyway, Darren, we should wrap up. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell Malcolm you said hi. We'll get Malcolm on the podcast one day. I don't want to make <laughs> any promises to the viewers, because I still don't really know how we're going to do it. But it'll happen. <laughs> it'll happen eventually. Yeah. Uh, thanks for finding some time in your schedule, Darren. I'm glad that things are. I'm glad you're making that chetty. Yeah, I'm trying my best. I'm trying to shreddy the chetty. You know. Yeah. I'm glad you're uh, learning lots. I'm glad you're getting that education. Oh. Ah. We're like uh, the Beastie Boys. Dropping science like Galileo dropped the orange. <laughs> uh, any any final thoughts, Darren? Um, yeah, I think if you have negative, if you have a negative preconception about the movie Venom, you should see it. If you're into superhero movies, you should give it a try. It's not as bad as the critics are putting it out to be. It's not a great it's movie. It's better than you think it'll be, but it's worse than you want. It's, yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's worse than you want from a movie like that, and they definitely should work on it. But it's you know it's enjoyable in moments. What do you have to say, Jake? Uh, If astrology is real, then why can't they just match us up perfectly? I agree. That's all. I agree (laughs) with that. Brush your teeth, drive safe. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, I love you. uh, Dr. Strange, you know. Ah!